I'm Ray Carpenter and welcome to the Newport Live podcast. In this podcast series, I'll let you know about the sporting, leisure and cultural activities you can get involved with throughout Newport to support your health and well-being. And coming up on today's episode, we're chatting to Andrea Ovi to hear about Newport Live as a charitable trust and how you're supporting that charity mission just by being a fitness member or attending any show at the Riverfront Theatre. Andrea, welcome and hi. Uh, you're the Director of Business Development at Newport Live. So just tell us a bit about your journey with Newport Live so far. So I, um, yeah, so I joined Newport Live now back in 2016. Um, joined the organisation as the um, Commercial Director and um, have been there ever since, although my role did change slightly in March of 2020. So I am now the Director of Business Development there. So yeah, from Newport, lived in Newport all my life, um, really passionate about the city and passionate about the work that we do there. So over that time that you have been with the charity, what if, what developments and what changes have you seen that have created the biggest positive impact? Do you, and you said you, you know, you're born and bred in Newport, you're from the area. What's the biggest impact that you feel that as a charity it's had on Newport so far? Yeah, I can um, answer that really simply, Ray. I think, you know, living in the city, my organisation and the charity that I work for, the work that we do directly impacts on people that I live with, live amongst my friends, my family, you know, the, you know, just being able to support people with their mental health, with their well-being, with physical activity, with engaging with programmes is all so immensely positive. Um, and sometimes people don't necessarily appreciate the impact that that is having. But when you aren't then engaging, you see the difference. So massive, um, massive plus in terms of being able to support everyone in the city, um, no matter you know how they engage with us. And as a charitable trust, how are the people of Newport engaging? Are you getting that engagement that you want? Are you looking for? I mean, I'm sure there's always room for more outreach. Always. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we welcome, you know, thousands and tens of thousands of people to our centres, mm -hmm. um, you know, throughout the course of a year. Um, and whether it be coming into the velodrome that we run for track cycling, whether it be coming into the theatre to watch the pantomime that we have running currently or come to watch the cinema, engage with one of our workshops or within the community when there are sports or arts engagement activities taking place. There are a tremendous number of people that engage with us daily for a range of different reasons. Um, and yeah, it is, it's a hugely broad as well. Mm. Within the trust, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, I'm sure that because obviously with regard to it being Newport Live, there's always going to be that connotation, isn't there, that, you know, it's, it's all council run. But that's not the case, is it? You're all incredibly passionate because this is, as you say, this is a charitable trust. Absolutely. Um, the charity was established, yeah, in 2015. So um, established to be an organisation in its own right. We work very closely, actually, with partners at Newport City Council. But as an organisation and a charity, Newport Live, absolutely um, you know strives to inspire people to be happier and healthier and that is our mission we have the wonderful benefit of being able to reinvest all of the surplus income that we generate as a charity back into the organization mm -hmm. so people might not appreciate but coming to the pantomime or being a member of our gym it actually means that the money you are investing by being part of our community 
re- you know, is reinvested back in and supports other people then to engage. It supports themselves to engage. And it's something that we can continue then to invest in as it stays within the organisation. And that's the benefit, huge benefit of being a charity. And that's going to benefit the community further, isn't it? That reinvestment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Engaging more with the community, more members of the community. Yeah. And so being able to get that even bigger engagement. Yeah, absolutely. It means that we're able to think about innovative new programmes, create some activities that people can engage with. Sometimes there's a fee, sometimes it's free. We might well look at some of the um, areas of the city that might need a little bit more of a focus Mm -hmm. and engage Mm -hmm. with communities that we might need to support in a little bit more detail and a bit more depth and we're able to do that and create those programs by being able to um, just be innovative with our thoughts but also the support of our members and our communities and buying a coffee in our cafe means that again that income is all reinvested into the organisation. Looking ahead towards next year we're at the tail end of 23 already mm-hmm. looking ahead to 2024 what are you most excited about with regard to the trust for the next 12 months oh wow there's some huge projects that are on the horizon that are coming through so we are just in the process of um, working through the new strategy for Newport Live and what that looks like there's a, a huge focus on you know some of the innovations and how we can develop programs that support our communities more widely. I think traditionally leisure centres, you know, the centres that we've had, we've moved into an environment where people are much more aware of the physical well-being impact, Mm. but also the mental well-being Mm -hmm, impact mm -hmm, as well. mm -hmm. And whether that's through sport and leisure or through theatre, arts and culture, that's become very apparent. Um, I think one of the huge benefits that we have at Newport Live is we're not a medical setting. We're a a centre that is welcoming, is relaxed, is engaging. And I think it's been able to, you know, one of the benefits that we've had, we've been able to remove some of those, some of those perceived barriers and concerns Mm. about coming in. And and yeah, I, you know, somebody might think about their health and might want to make some decisions about, um, you know, getting more active and being healthier. Then they come to us as a, you know, as a health and well-being setting rather than a clinical setting, and we're able to support them more reactively, rather, you know, more proactively. Sorry, rather than reactively. Mm-hmm. So it's it's helping people, you know, in on that journey. But I think the charitable element of what we do it means that if there are um, are ways that we reinvest, we might be able to create some some taster programs and encourage people to join on a sort of a very much um, with some extra support and, and very much more gently than somebody coming into a gym session and being like, right, you've got to do this and mm, you've got to do that. Mm. Whereas every everybody's journey is different. And what we're able to do at Newport Live through our programmes and through our products is just think about the journey for everybody and, and individualise that quite well. And that's quite exciting, really, because I think over the series of podcasts, one of the most powerful things I think that comes out of the podcast is the passion that you have. (laughs) All of you, you know, you speak so passionately and so energetically and so enthusiastically about all of the projects that are going on. You know, Mm -hmm. this is not just lip service. This is passion, care and a real belief that what you are doing is, you know, all you are doing and, and not, not you know, just obviously yourself and the teams that we've met so far, but their teams, mm-hmm. you know, the wider reaching, the benefit and the changes they are actually making to the lives of people in Newport. It's quite extraordinary, isn't it? I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I can mm-hmm. confidently say that we are you know, hugely passionate. We've got an amazing team at Newport Live. Oh, we've met some absolutely you know, 
and phenomenal members yeah, over this yeah. podcast series. Cannot speak highly enough about the people that we have mm. within our organisation. Um, and you can't bottle or, or buy <laughs> that sort of that passion and that that that. You can't you know, fake it either. No. That's another thing, isn't yeah, it? You know, it's yeah. so genuine. It comes yeah. across so genuine. Absolutely. You hear it in the tone of their voice. You hear <laughs> it when they're, you can hear and tell when they're smiling, when yeah. they're speaking over a microphone, you know. Yeah. That has been one of the, I find, as, you know, the presenter of the series, so uplifting <laughs> to see everybody's so passionate about yeah. it and so very, very genuine. And I think that that's one of the things from, you know, the, the podcast series is the knock-on effect that that is having. Yeah for your communities. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, just touching on a few projects to give you some examples. So, you know, we we are able and we're always keen to seek additional support. Mm-hmm. There's funding for us. Whilst there's some exciting things on the horizon, there are also some challenges. So for us, funding is, you know, always a discussion that we might well be having. And we've been very fortunate to seek support and gain support from a number of corporate organisations mm-hmm. more recently. So just as an example, we um, created a programme and a project in partnership with the Principality Building Society. And that was a lovely project called Roots and Roofs. And it was um, a a cultural and a a project to consider people's thoughts about whether it's their home or the community that they're a part of and what their thoughts and feelings are about that. And we worked with a number of community groups and that might have been Tihafen. It was um, our Roma Traveller community. We worked with our youth council. We worked with a number of organisations who were part of a sort of a workshop where we were also you know, delighted to have the support of Smurfit Kappa, who provided some lovely homes and buildings that the groups were able to decorate. And they were decorating them with images in terms of what home or what community meant to them. They were thinking about words and, and that passion absolutely came through. But that engagement programme was, um, you know, very much sponsored by the principality who we developed that in partnership with also helped though the organization at the principality to consider their corporate social responsibility mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know agenda and work but we've ultimately got a lovely exhibition in the riverfront right now that people are able to come and see so we are quite fortunate that the team are able to consider a project and problem solve to mm. help develop something that would be available to people to engage within the community but has come about from a lovely idea and it just shows that art for a purpose yeah. and that has helped those people that are engaged, that their mental well-being has improved, those genuine conversations about, you know, what Newport is a city, what the community means to them. And that is available then for, for people to come and look at and explore, but also get involved with for the next time that we do mm-hmm. that type of mm-hmm. project. Um, you know, another example is the Newport Boot Room which we saw a challenge for people in the community and and things like football boots are difficult because, you know, children and young people grow out of them so very quickly. (laughs) Really expensive, yeah. So we don't just have wheelie bins in the front of our buildings at the moment for the, you know, for the fun of it. We've actually got bins that are available for people to donate boots. We then clean those boots, we put them on sale and each boots, irrelevant of the boots they are, are available for £5 Mm -hmm. for people to come and buy um, and again, if they want to donate some boots as they're buying, then we're constantly repurposing those boots yeah. for others in the community. So we recognise that there are barriers to participation and engagement, but as a charity, we're doing all that we can to try and reduce those. Mm. Um, 
And some of those projects are sponsored and there's some amazing support that we've been able to, to secure from some of the corporate organisations that are in the city. And some of those are, you know, are funded via Newport Live's own programmes and are, are projects that we, we develop and we put on because we feel it's appropriate and it's right at that moment. And how can how can other businesses help? Um, reach out, you know, get in touch with us. We are, you know, we're always, always available to come and have a chat, to think about how they might be able to support us. If there's a, you know, an advert that people are looking to place to push out to people in the city, we've got an opportunity for advertising spaces in our buildings. Um, we are able to think about a specific project or a programme if they are able to support us through sponsoring that. If there is a sort of a, a relationship that's like within their agenda and within ours, we're able to partner and create something. The the Roots and Roos projects with the principality didn't exist before a cup of coffee that was had between mm, you know mm-hmm. myself and the, the the management team at the principality. And just thinking very you know very generally in terms of like what is the idea and how can we work in partnership to develop a programme or a workshop or a project that actually brings some huge benefits to people in the community to engage with is good fun, Mm. um, does develop, you know, a number of conversations, but actually is also relevant. Um, And that's, I think, one of the elements that we were quite fortunate with, with that specific one. But I think in terms of businesses getting in touch, you know, if there's any support that they can give us, it's amazing, it's great. We just one example again, the Christmas Kutch is an appeal that we've um, we're ongoing with at the moment. There are a, a large number of, of young people, sadly, that live in Newport um, or are in Newport that don't necessarily have um, have a home. Mm. So there are over 300 young people that are homeless in the city. So over an evening, they do have somewhere to stay um, in the daytime. Sadly, they don't. So we've been fortunate enough to work with business and the social work team in the city to support those young people and they'll have um, Christmas packs that we're currently packing for them mm-hmm. and we're working with people to deliver those to those young people or make them available to those young people when, they, when they're when they available over the next couple of weeks. But again, that was a donation mm. via our yeah. GoFundMe page. So again, a business might decide that their Christmas jumper might be sponsored this month yeah. and the money that they've generated from that Christmas jumper appeal comes to our Christmas coach. So it could be, you know, tens of pounds, it could be hundreds of pounds, it could be thousands of pounds. If there's a project and an opportunity for people to work with us on, we'll absolutely, you know, consider what we might yeah, be able so to do. Yeah, so many different angles that you're willing to sort of be open to as yeah. well, isn't it? It's yeah. not just one linear path. Not at all. Or it might be a trackboard at the velodrome. So there are mm. trackboards available for people to advertise on mm. for a 12 months in the velodrome. So straightforward and simple. Yeah. Mm. And it gets their, their company name and their brand out to the thousands of people that come into the velodrome, you know, this this over the period of time. Mm. And this year is quite exciting. We've got the, um, well, potentially we'll have, you know, the Paris Olympics going on. So we'll have the um, British Cycling Track Team training with us and doing their preparations before they head out to Paris. So there's a lovely opportunity for businesses to get themselves yeah, in front absolutely. of, you know, yeah. the best of the best mm. cyclists in the UK. Yeah, well, and the fact that they're coming to Newport. Absolutely. And that they're going to be in Newport, see Newport, feel Newport. And yep. that's is a, is a big thing, really, because, you know, Cardiff gets so much attention, yeah. doesn't it? It really does. It's, it's be lovely for you guys to have the attention on Newport as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the other elements, you know, that's quite exciting from a Newport Live perspective and the impact it has on business 
we do have an impact on business because of that. So, you know, there will be bed nights because those cyclists will need to stay over mm-hmm. somewhere while they're here. Mm-hmm. There will be, you know, purchases made in the local stores. They might well be going out for dinner. So the impact on the economy more widely because of our programmes and our projects is absolutely felt across the city. Mm. Um, even the simplest of parking fees, you know, those types of things, whatever we can do to help the city is absolutely done through being as active as we are in terms of inspiring people to be happier and healthier. And do you think, you know, with regard to things like the Panto and, you know, obviously Panto is such a huge attraction. You know, we were lucky enough on our very first podcast to have um, Rich Ellis in and, and, and the cast. And, you know, I know that they're back there again now, very much so right at this moment in time. The impact that something like that has on a community, bringing the community together, the feeling that you have, especially this time of year, you know, I think post-pandemic, the importance of community has grown and grown and grown. It certainly hasn't dissipated, has it? Not at all. Um, Massive. I mean, our pantomime is incredible. The cast, the team um, have done a wonderful job. We are, you know, in the throes of our school shows at the moment. So we've welcomed 500 children Mm, um, for two shows a day over the last couple of weeks. Um, We, you know, we're not even halfway there, really. It's 65 shows this year. And we'll welcome probably in the region of 30,000 people to the riverfront during that time. But yeah, the sense of community, the fun, mm. um, the just enjoyment. And it is often the, somebody's first experience of theatre. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so important to ensure that people see theatre as an accessible, enjoyable um, in- experience. Yeah, inclusive. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. And, you know, we've it's, it's hard work. You know, don't get me wrong, getting 500 children in and off a bus just to even get to the pantomime to sit in their seats is a challenge. But yeah, an amazing team that have just created the best possible, you know, environment. And again, just as an example of how people might be able to support us with that, we create a pantomime programme and that has the opportunity for sponsored adverts within mm-hmm. it. So again, the simplest of ways that people might be able to support Newport Live just brings enjoyment to people and helps us to ensure that that's the best possible experience it can be, which is another element, you know, that we are totally focused on. Yeah. And, you know, we forget sometimes, I suppose, businesses are full of people who are within the community. Absolutely. They are made up of the community. So it's it's all about that sort of full circle again, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And just sharing, sharing the messages that we we post out on our social media, you know, engaging with us on our social media, if there are, are competitions, you know, whatever it might well be. Um, you know, we all have businesses in the mm, city. Mm-hmm. How can we support each other and how can we come together and, and make that as, as positive an experience as it possibly can be? What's your hope for Newport Live in the future? What's your hope for it as a charitable trust in its mission? What's your hope for it? I think for me, there's absolutely the need and my hope to continue to do the work that it's doing and just have the positive impact it has on people. I think the opportunity to ensure that we are continuing to impact on people's health and well-being. Is, is just through the organisation at every level. 
um, I think it's tough out there. There are challenges, you <laughs> it know, indeed, it's yeah. really tough and it might be somebody is experiencing some challenges in confidence or it might just be that actually we're a really welcoming place to come and have a cup of coffee or even just pop in and chat to the colleagues. I think my hope is that we continue to do the amazing work that we're doing. I think, you know, there's absolutely an opportunity to broaden the understanding and the awareness and the impact that we have on people's health and well-being and how leisure and culture is just so key to that. Um, very often people are engaging with people once they're already unwell and we're already finding some challenges. So get involved, mm-hmm. come to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for us to continue to engage with organisations across the city to continue to benefit the city as a whole um, and show the huge strengths that there are in sports and theatre um, and, and culture and coming together. I think that's absolutely key to make sure that collaboration happens. Um, you know, financially, it's going to get tougher. Mm. You know, it's it's obvious that everybody is finding things more difficult and everything is more expensive. So I think the more that people can support us, and by that I mean, you know, be a member, come and engage with a class, come to the Panto, buy a coffee in our cafe, you know, come to our ceramics pottery studio, whatever that may be, however people can support and engage. I think it's positive for us to keep on welcoming that, you know, welcoming people to do that, but also ensuring that we continue to give back and change our programmes and and just innovatise as we do Mm. to ensure that we're able to keep on um, showcasing, you know, the work that we do. Because it's difficult enough, really, when if you have a very specific target audience age, so say, for example, Newport Live was concentrating on children, mm-hmm. you know, that that's difficult enough in just managing that alone. The fact that Newport Live caters for absolutely everyone mm-hmm. is just a huge undertaking, isn't it? It's huge. I mean, huge is, yeah, I don't know if that's the right word. It's it's huge. It's tremendous. It's mm-hmm. gigantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are so many elements to the work that we do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be really tricky to tell people about it because there is so much to do. You want to tell people everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what we really do focus on is just trying to understand what each person enjoys and what they 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 want and what they hope because we can tend to find something then that would really suit them and also alongside that we're really keen to just encourage people to just try something they haven't tried before you know if they haven't been to you know enjoy and engage with the gallery and the exhibitions that we've got on or they haven't come to one of our tennis sessions just try it and actually they might enjoy it and it might encourage them to keep on coming so yeah there's so much that we do it's so broad and it is sometimes a challenge to share all of that really Mm. positive great stuff but I think the team do a really good job of just making sure that we can be as inclusive and as innovative as we possibly can be but also just telling that story really well because from what you've just said there as well there's a very unique and individual approach to nearly everybody who comes through your door it's not just one blanket fits all it's very much almost tailored Mm -hmm. and for a charitable trust to be able to do that for such an enormous community for for, you know the size of Newport yeah it's going to have its challenges isn't it oh absolutely without doubt um you know and sometimes there are people who think and I don't like that I don't want to come back and enjoy that session but they tend to come back and do something else and that's what's really important um yeah there are so many programs and projects and again there are 
new programs and projects mm. that are coming through mm. all the time. You know, one of the highlights of my career at Newport Live was creating the Newport Wheels for All program, which is a lovely inclusive cycling program that happens in Tredegar Park. And it's free for people at the point of engagement if they live in the city. And the team spent a huge amount of time just making sure that somebody comes to us with um, varying levels of ability. They might be a wheelchair user. They might not have use of, you know, their arms so strongly. They might be recovering from an injury. So the team at Tradiga Park are trained to make a recommendation in terms of the most suitable bike for them to cycle on. But the joy that it brings mm. to give mm. somebody the opportunity to cycle and whether it's a hand bike or a trike or a tandem um, and just enjoy the experience of cycling for half an hour once a week. It's the highlight of their week and we've made it so simple to engage. So there are just opportunities like that all the way through Newport Live. And that's, you know, one of the tremendous highlights of being able to just watch people smile and have a really good time. And it's something that so many of us would just take for granted and yet that small act can really just change somebody's entire day week outlook mental health for the day you know it's a real almost life changer really isn't it absolutely and they wouldn't be able to engage with that with the sport of cycling potentially because of affordability and Mm. not being able to Mm -hmm. afford a bike Mm -hmm. that has the adaptations that they might well need so it wouldn't be possible in any other way. So that's why it's really rich and really important for us to keep on looking at how can we you know, ensure that programmes are available to everybody? How do we ensure that we continue to be as inclusive as we possibly can be and we remove any barriers that we can to participation and engagement, but also continue to just do a really good, passionate job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring, your, bring your A game, which you're clearly all doing there as well. So... I'm in Newport right now. I'm listening to this and I want to engage. Where's my first port of call? Just come into any of our buildings, please. Um, Come into the theatre, you know, get involved. Come and have a look at the Roots and Roofs exhibition in the art gallery. Come and enjoy Panto. Um, Come and buy a coffee. Become a member. You know, come along to Station, our gym in the city centre. Get involved. Um, So many opportunities. Just, Just get in touch. You know, there are ways that we can help everybody, whether it be online, on the app, on social media, in person, on the telephone, no matter what it might well be. Just come and chat to any of our team, pop in and have a chat with us. I think it would be amazing for people to just get involved. You know, our Momentum team are in the city and that's an amazing new active travel initiative that we're working on, you know, on. And that's encouraging people to cycle, to wheel, to walk. So they're popping up, you know, pop up activities outside of the city, um, outside of our centre, sorry, across the city. So just just get involved. Just reach out to us. Have a little look. There's going to be something for everyone, um, whether it be an individual or an organisation. Just reach out. So, Andrew, you mentioned social media then. What is the handle that everyone in Newport needs right now to rush to no matter what social media they're on. So whatever you're on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, oops, sorry, X, LinkedIn, (laughs) uh, YouTube, whatever it is, it's Newport Live UK. um, And also the website is newportlive.co.uk. Please, yeah, get in touch, get online, have a little look. um, Or as I said earlier, just come and see us. Andrea, it's very, very clear that you and the team at Newport Live are just full of passion about 
expanding the communities. You know, what we want to say here, I think, is ability to engage, to be part of the community. Nobody needs to be standing on the peripherals. Everybody can really be part of a community with Newport Live. It's very clear how passionate you all are about it. It's been a real privilege meeting yourself and huge members of your team who have spoken so passionately and engagingly about everything to do with Newport Live over the last few podcasts and uh, wishing you all the most amazing Christmas. And the most fantastic 2024. On that note, just close for me what your hope is for 2024 for Newport Live. Really simply, three words. What do you want for Newport Live in three words for 2024? It can only be inspire, happier and healthier. She's done it. Amazing. (laughs) Absolutely fantastic. Andrea, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out the other episodes in this series to hear how Newport Live is inspiring the city to feel happier and healthier. And don't forget to subscribe and pop a rating on so others can discover it as well.